Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast, which is entitled, How to Maintain Our Spiritual Freedom. This is the 26th article in the series entitled, Wonderful Counseling. You can access the rest of the articles by going to my website, thirdpeter.com. When Jesus sets us free from any kind of oppression, we have a responsibility to fight to keep that freedom. Our Lord warned us that demons, which have been cast out, seek to re-enter a person to bring them into worse bondage than before, which is the last thing any of us should want. Matthew 12, 45 We learned several things from this passage that Jesus taught us. Let me just summarize them. Evil spirits find rest in human bodies which motivate them to seek entrance. We should expect counterattacks after we are set free. And thirdly, we have a responsibility to fill our hearts and minds with thoughts, words, and songs related to the Lord so that there is no room for a demonic reinfestation. I'm going to go back and read that passage now. Now, when the unclean spirit goes out of a man, it passes through waterless places, seeking rest, and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds it unoccupied, swept, and put in order. And then it goes and takes along with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there. And the last state of that man becomes worse than the first. And that is the way it will also be with this evil generation. Paul gave us a wonderful way to inoculate ourselves against demonization and evil in general. Ephesians 5, 18 through 20 reads, Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your hearts to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. That's from the New American Standard Bible. In other words, the best defense is often a great offense. If we fill our minds and hearts and mouths and activities with God, there will be little room for the devil. We should be careful to make no place for the devil, according to Ephesians 4.27. We cannot afford to coddle sin. It is important for us to develop what are called good habits, which include regular Bible reading and study, prayer, worship, fasting, and speaking God's promises and truths out loud. We also have a responsibility to put on what is called the spiritual armor provided by God by faith. And I'm going to read a long passage here from Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, where Paul wrote, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God 
so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness and spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day, having done everything, standing firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. That's also from the New American Standard Bible. Let me summarize some of the main points. We can only stand in the power of God's might, truth, and authority, not our own. Don't be naive. God has a plan for your life, but the devil has plenty of schemes to bring us down. Even though the weakness of the flesh is a real enemy that must be resisted, our ultimate battle is against spiritual wickedness, which requires us to use spiritual weapons. We must know and stand upon the truth of our imputed righteousness in Christ. Condemnation is one of the most insidious weapons of the enemy. He will use it to try to destroy our peace and confidence in God. There is no condemnation in Christ. Romans 8, 1 and John 5, 24. Being active in sharing our faith is actually one of our best weapons against the enemy. Faith in God and his promises shields us from enemy attacks. God's truth also guards our minds from deception and fear. The sword of the Spirit is God's truth found in the Bible. We can do great damage to Satan's kingdom by proclaiming God's word. And finally, prayer is an important defense against Satan's strategies. As we submit to God in prayer, we can effectively resist the enemy. James 4, 6-8 reads, But he, God, gives a greater grace. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. God encourages the grace of humility as a defense against the devil. Peter proudly announced his unfailing loyalty to Jesus before denying him three times. Don't let pride open the door to the devil. God wants us to be ruthless in defending our freedom. We must cut off those things that try to bring us into bondage rather than be double-minded 
about it. Matthew 5:30. This is a matter of our choice as we rely upon the motivation and power of the Holy Spirit to help us fight against evil. Just as political liberty demands constant vigilance, it is a fight of faith to maintain our freedom in the Spirit too. There are enslaving agents working relentlessly that must be warded off and defeated. We also have to be vigilant against what the Bible calls the flesh. The flesh is that part of us still linked to the old creation in Adam because our bodies have not yet been resurrected. It lurks in the background, waiting for us to become tired, discouraged, disillusioned, or maybe overconfident so that it may try to rear its ugly head and lead us into sin. The flesh never reforms. It was crucified and rendered powerless to rule us by Christ, but we still can allow it to have power if we like. This is a battle between flesh and spirit referred to by Paul in Galatians 5:16 and 17. Now you can read more about this subject by going to my website, thirdpeter.com, where I have an article on defining confusing subjects. This is not to say that we should be afraid that our slightest failure will result in demonization. However, we should assume we should not assume that re-engaging in old sinful patterns will not result in our going into bondage again either. In other words, we should have a wholesome fear of the Lord. Maintaining short accounts with the Lord is always a good idea too. We should make it a practice to quickly repent when we do sin, knowing that no matter what, we always have access to the throne of grace to find help from God in our time of need. Don't fall for the lie that we must earn our way back to God. Hebrews 4, 15 through 16. Finding a trusted and loving person with whom we can share our struggles can help immensely. This should be a person who will speak truthfully to us as a loving friend and confidant with whom we can be honest about our struggles and defeats and victories. This should be a person who will pray for us, ask us how we're doing, and be unafraid to ask pointed questions, and who will guard our confidences. Obviously, we should avoid using anyone who is a known gossip or who is so merciful that he or she would never confront. Except in the case of spouses, these persons should be of the same gender as we are. To summarize, we should expect the devil to be a relentless enemy who will not easily give up. Be prepared for the battle and take proactive steps to defend what God has done to set us free. Always rely on God's strength and power. Never allow condemnation to put a wedge between you and God. Keep short accounts and develop spiritual good habits. Put on God's armor by faith and go on the offense.